Thanksgiving is tomorrow. In the hustle and bustle of preparing a meal, traveling, or getting ready for house guests, we often forget to take a moment to be thankful. Studies have shown that simple expressions of gratitude can make us not just happier, but healthier. Joining us to talk about the science and psychology of thankfulness is psychologist Michael Abrazese and psychiatrist Mark Whaley. Good morning. Good morning, Mitty. All right, so... Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy yes, Thanksgiving. Uh, thank you. Um, I guess grateful we're grateful to be here. Thankful to be here, right. <laughs> yes. So I, what thankfulness, gratitude, what is it? Well, it's basically a feeling or an attitude or a state that uh, we get in when uh, we've received a benefit or we expect one. Um, uh, and um, uh, it doesn't imply that there's any payback, but it's just that the, a benefit is coming mm-hmm. or has come. Yeah, gratitude is really a psychological construct. It's not biological, physiological, and it is a matter of choice. So uh, researchers studied uh, gratitude as a a key element in the resiliency from depression or trauma, and also a way to insulate you from becoming depressed and getting traumatized. So this goes into what we talked about uh, several months ago about the psychology of positive uh, mm-hmm. thinking, thinking yeah. yeah, positive psychology. And gratitude is very, very important. And as Mark said, it's being grateful for a thing or a series of things. Mm-hmm. And in the work that I do, I often encourage people to keep a gratitude diary. And I would suggest that people who are listening Start to keep a simple gratitude diary before you go to bed every night. Write down five things that you will grateful for. It could be, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for this, that, or the other. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Oh, I'm grateful I've got a million dollars, and it doesn't have anything to do with that. It really is a an introduction to mindfulness and being aware that we are in control of our own psychological makeup. And by making a conscious choice, we can be resilient and we can fight off any kind of psychological impact. Yeah, it's very interesting. The, the you know, a, a thankfulness, grateful uh, gratitude has been really a subject for centuries of uh, philosophers and religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's interesting that religion uh, cultivates, all religions really cultivate uh, gratitude uh, in one way or another. And, and that's where the writings about gratitude and uh, thankfulness have, have come from, from philosophers and religion. It's only been the past uh, 10, 15 years where positive psychology has gotten into the act, as you're saying. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, we've had more research into that. More yeah. research, yeah. Right, yeah. which We're produces a little late that. To the table, but Mark is right. The religions and the philosophers back in the 1800s are way there, were there way before we were. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, what's the difference between gratitude and, indebt- and indebtedness then? Because I guess this is an important distinction, right? It is, um, because um, uh, with indebtedness, uh, you also get a benefit, but then a expectation of a repayment uh, is there, uh, and to uh, even up, um, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak, pay back. Right. If you if you feel indebted to someone, quite often that's a negative psychological connotation. Oh, I owe this person to such and such. But going back as far as Ben Franken was the first time that I, I noticed it in a writing. He said, if you want to become friends with someone who is not so friendly with you, if you want to heal a rift between you and someone who's become unfriendly, ask them if you could borrow something that they have. Now, you would think that's mm-hmm. the other way around. Mm-hmm. But it, what you're doing is you're giving them an opportunity to give something to you and you can, in turn, be grateful because, actually, they do have something you want. He was thinking, I think, of a book or a mm-hmm. small task or something like that. But gratitude seems to be the glue that holds human relationships together, and it doesn't mean that you have to forget what's going on. It doesn't mean you have to ask for anything back. It doesn't actually mean that you have to tell the person that you're really grateful for what they've done. There's sometimes mm-hmm. relationships are so toxic that you really can't, 
go visit the person and have what we call in my field a gratitude visit, which, which some research indicates is also extremely helpful in healing depression. But the simple act of acknowledging great, gratefulness or gratitude out loud, even in a whisper to yourself at mm-hmm. night, has very positive, powerful, psychological, internal effects for you. Yeah. Of course, and if you're borrowing that book, you want to make sure you return it, because otherwise that person who may not be so friendly is even going to be worse. That's correct. That's, <laughs> That's right. correct. Of course. You, you did say one thing earlier that I, I uh, would uh, expand upon and take issue with, really. Uh, you said something about uh, gratitude being uh, not biological, but um, uh, psychological, which it certainly is. Uh, but there is very much a biological correlate, and it's the re- and I think the biological correlate is the reason that it's positive uh, and, and not negative. Uh, the biological correlate uh, has been shown from uh, research recently uh, that um, uh, uh, when there's gratitude, a state of gratitude, uh, there's um, uh, biological reasons for it, namely uh, the uh, uh, increase of dopamine activity in the brain, which is a pleasure mm-hmm. uh, 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 substance. Uh, so therefore, um, it's the same substance that increases uh, when you um, uh, when you get pleasure from some experience, sex, uh, when uh, 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 yeah, or um, uh, something is very successful, you have a, uh, a rush of, and, and drugs for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, drug abuse will give a rush of dopamine, so it's a it's a pleasure uh, experience, and but it's a, an experience that you uh, can cultivate uh, on your own. Uh, without having to, re, you know, resort to say uh, some I, substance. I think Mark is referring to what happens, the biological substrate after uh, gratitude is initiated. You're talking about uh, the chicken and the egg. You're not talking about uh, yes. the mm-hmm. dopamine coming first and right. saying, "Hmm, I think I'll be grateful." No. But he's quite right, and we know from our studies working with people with OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, simple talking therapy has been shown to change the chemicals in your brain. There's a lot of different ways to Mm. get that done. Psychopharm, talking, meditation, lots of different things. So uh, I guess we talk a little bit about what what science tells us about the impacts of being more thankful or grateful. Stronger immune systems, lower blood pressure, higher level of positive emotions, better sleep, uh, more joy, optimism, happiness, acting uh, with more generosity and compassion feeling less lonely and isolated. Well, all let me, these, let me yeah. cut through all of those things to suggest a word that might encompass it, which is what I try and work with with the folks I'm, I'm with, and that's peace. Mm. Peace. Mm-hmm. Get peace. It really brings you a tremendous amount of peace. And I think as people get older, um, I think they really long for and seek peace, and peace has a different meaning to them mm-hmm. than it, it did when they were younger or perhaps middle-aged. Uh, and I think that's probably something that can encompass most of the things you talk yeah, about. If you if you sense. are at a state of peace, that doesn't mean you don't have problems. It doesn't mean that the you know the world is not just as chaotic as it is. But you have peace about it. You can, mm-hmm. you can go about things with a more clear headedness. Mm-hmm. We're talking about thankfulness. Our toll free number, if you'd like to join our conversation, eight six six nine 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 four six two six. That's eight six six nine 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 four six two six. Our email address is the point at wgbh dot org. Um, so. I wanted to sort of veer off for a second because we're talking about thankfulness and Thanksgiving and families getting together. And for a lot of people, that's a wonderful experience. And there's some people going, oh, God, I have to be with my family. I can't imagine that happening. <laughs> <laughs> How do we deal with those stresses? You know, there's when you get the family together, you know, you, there's bound to be some tensions in some families. <laughs> of course. Of course. Well, I think the first step is just to acknowledge it and accept it, not try to deny it. Uh, if you start out on a denial, a denial kind of uh, route, you're in for trouble. Uh, and there's probably going to be more stress, uh, more 
disruption, mm-hmm. um, outbursts, uh, negative experience if you're in a state of denial. Uh, and then, of course, something happens and you can't deny it. And mm-hmm. so yeah, there's an explosion. Right. Like Mike was talking about mindfulness. You have to be aware of what's going on and understand that uh, you have to be a little bit more careful. There, there are some situations that are very so, really so toxic that it's very dangerous. You have to be on your toes every single second, and that's very exhausting. Most people can still manage to do that for a few hours for a meal. But understand that all this will pass and understand that just being aware of some potential conflict is really important. And probably the conflicts that you're having trigger something of events long ago. Right. So being in the in the present moment, you're more able to realize, I'm really not a teenager here. I'm really an adult. I'm really not a little kid. I'm an adult. My brother, sister, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, when they speak to me this way, and maybe that is the way they spoke to me when I was younger uh, it does not affect me the same way because I'm not that little kid. Mm-hmm. People have a tendency to re- revert back to their younger years when they go to a family. So you a bunch of 40, 50, 60-year-olds all getting together. You have a bunch of 8, 9, 10-year-olds because mm-hmm. they all relate to each other the way they did many years ago. So try and keep that in mind, mm-hmm. and it may help you stay more in the present moment. And there's also mm-hmm. sometimes family members who, you know, like one just knows how to get under the skin of the other one, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like and you, you may not even be the one that's having the, the disagreements or, or uncom- they make everybody uncomfortable when they kind of go at it. Sure. So when you approach the uh, event uh, with a negative bias, uh, in other words, you, you're expecting uh, the negativity, uh, you're ready to pounce mm-hmm. um, and uh, that, that will just enhance it. Yeah. So that's where gratitude can come in as an antidote somewhat uh, uh, if you can uh, – uh, uh, try to tell yourself at least uh, that you can be uh, thankful for having a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people don't. Some yeah. people don't, yeah. and uh, a lot of people don't. And, and um, at least you have a family that cares, or friends that mm-hmm. care to, enough to invite you over uh, and right. try to um, uh, make you comfortable. Gratitude is really, if nothing else, you can always be grateful, even if you have an illness, even yeah. if you have an injury. You can always be grateful that it's not worse. Right. That's right. <laughs> you know, and that's that's really right. a very important thing. If you have to compare yourself to people who are much less well-off than you are, things can always be worse. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, you can be grateful that, gee, I've got a broken leg or twisted mm-hmm. ankle or this illness. I'm glad it's not worse. Yeah. I'm glad my yeah. sore throat is not hurting me more. I'm yeah. glad the chemotherapy is not messing me up more. That's really kind of true. Yeah, as my grandmother said, I told you this before we went on the air, nothing so bad it couldn't be worse. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. exactly. And, you know, it's it's true. And you think about, um, I was I was telling Mark before we went on the air, I, I had a day, I was having a really bad day, and I can't remember why my day was so bad at, in my mind now, but telling my brother about it who was uh, working highway patrol, and he said, oh, you think you had a bad day? And he was telling <laughs> about the fatal car accident that he did and some other horrible <laughs> stories, and I was like, I guess my day's pretty good after all. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, considering, <laughs> yes, how, yeah. how it could have been, yeah, exactly. exactly. And that can shift your mental state. Too. It sure does. Yeah, Boy, yeah, you, you, yeah. You, yeah it, it turns it right around. You think, wow, my day is pretty good compared mm-hmm. to a lot of other people. I could suggest a couple of things that you might want to, to try. If you're caught for a response, someone comes in and you feel you're being attacked or something and said, why such and such, or it looks like such and such, try, try a couple of, of, of stock phrases that you might practice ahead of time. For example, uh, oh, 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 is it? You know, mm-hmm. someone says such and such, and says, oh, oh, oh is, is really? You know, mm-hmm. Or does it? That's yeah. this is it. It's a sort of rhetorical question. Act like a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never used those in therapy, but I suppose you could. Yeah. 
So um, gratitude really is it's very connected to mindfulness because it, it helps us celebrate the present, right? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very much a present uh, a state uh, as opposed to uh, mulling over the negative. And, you know, I mentioned about negative bias. We are indeed wired uh, for uh, negativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how we survived as a, a species. That's true. Uh, that's true. And it's very important to stay in the present moment because in the present moment, it's something going on right now. And try not to be triggered about something that happened in the past or worry about what might happen in the future. You're not living in the past or the future. Mm-hmm. You have to be right in the moment with exactly. that person. I want to ask you about um, mindfulness and meditation, and, and it seems like a, a lot of folks who do that have a better, uh, they're better able to, re- how they, they control the reactions, I guess. When something bad happens, it doesn't seem to impact them like it might somebody else. Maybe they're not worrying about it or anticipating it like somebody else might. How, well, how does that work? I mean, how, why are the folks who are doing that, what's happening in their brain that allows them to just calmly face whatever crisis? And, and well, I think it, Mark might have a different answer than I do. I think you might go to the biology first, but I think it's no, a, I'm gonna go to the I think it's the <laughs> I think it's the psychological aspect. You make a conscious choice. You now being happy being happy is a choice. It may sound silly to, to say that, but no matter what's going on, you can insist I am not gonna let this get me down. And then that does change the chemicals in your brain. Now, there are certainly some things that happen you can do change the chemicals in your brain first. But even then if you don't start to carry the ball, then that chemical change is going to be reversed. Oh, this is not going to last. Oh, it might have been nice, but I, you know, I'm going to get stuck at the next red light. Oh, they were nice to me now, but I'm just waiting. In 20 minutes, they're going to lower the boom on me. So you can talk yourself out of a good mood, and that's the good news because if you can talk yourself out of a good mood, mm-hmm. you can talk yourself into a good mood. So it just takes a lot of practice. And I think the uh, thing to point out here is that uh, the whole essence of meditation is one of acceptance. Uh, when you're trying to practice meditation, you, you, you're taught to accept what comes into your mind, not focus on it, but just let it go out, mm-hmm. uh, but accept and not try to fight it off or try to get into the meditative oh, state. That's a really good point, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, anybody who practices meditation is going to be, in a, um, uh, be able to practice uh, acceptance of what is in their environment right then. Mm-hmm. Right, you have to notice that. So when Mark talks about acceptance, he means acceptance of the reality and noticing. doesn't mean you have to give into it. You don't have to surrender to it. Exactly. Right. We're talking about thankfulness with Dr. Mark Whaley and Dr. Michael Abrazese. 866-999-4626 is our toll-free number if you would like to join our conversation. 866-999-4626. Our email address is thepoint at wgbh.org. So gratitude is also infectious, right? Us being thankful helps the person we're in turn to be more thankful. Contagious, well, yes? Kinda. You know, the old saying, misery loves company. Uh. You would think it would be reversed. Well, happiness loves company, too. And and a matter of fact, it actually is true. And people who are in in that in-between stage of being kind of negative, getting the idea that I should try and be more positive, it's almost like treating yourself for alcohol or drug addiction, you may have to find new friends Mm -hmm. because it's easy for people to drag you down. So you may think... It's easy to, to pull somebody up. But if you think about pulling someone up a ladder or dragging someone down a ladder, which is easier? It's a lot easier to get dragged down. Mm-hmm. So it's it's unfortunate, but it does seem to have a more powerful effect if you want to be a downer. If you want to have send bad vibes to everyone, you can really reduce the mood from a room. But a person is able to increase the mood of a room too. But there may be some people who are so wounded or injured 
that they will try and drag everyone down mm. to their level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but I think it is infectious in the sense of uh, if somebody does something good for someone, somebody is grateful, that person who has done something feels positive um, because of the gratitude that they see in the other. Uh, and that's an interaction that uh, enhances uh, the relationships uh, yeah, you, you through brought, pleasure, really. Yeah. Yeah. So you brought into uh, some great examples of, of, uh, of some experience that were done. There was a, a jewelry store uh, where they called and thanked uh, and showed a subsequent 70% increase in, in purchases for the people that they called and said thank you. In comparison, customers who were thanked and told about a sale showed only 30% increase in purchases, and customers who were not called at all did not show an increase at all. And then in another study, we had uh, a restaurant uh, that showed bigger tips when the servers wrote thank you on their right. checks. Right. Yeah, it's a, 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 you know, that, that's it in data, um, yeah. that just expressing gratitude period. Not gratitude plus you have an opportunity to right. save 30%. Just gratitude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I, had, if I heard that, I said, why couldn't I th- save 30% the first time around? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a bit of an insult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because um, I'm wondering too, this gratitude almost, it, it's, 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 especially when you're talking about a commercial company, it's like loyalty. I know I used to have my car repaired at this certain place and all of a sudden somebody showed up the door with flowers, with roses. And I was like, really? For me? From my car repair shop? And okay. it was like, well, we just want you to know we appreciate your business. Well, right? you know, I'm not going to change car repair shops. And it's true that when you can't express gratitude if you're in a crowd, that that kind of gratitude is infectious. For example, I was at a conference recently and someone talked about a charity that they were creating. They're looking for donations for homelessness and people offered to uh, you know, put some money in the pot to start out with. And of course, a lot of other people popped up and did the same thing. So in certain areas, it's immediately infectious that mm-hmm. people can uh, can show a spontaneous outpouring of gratitude, whereas in other situations it might be more difficult to get that that vibe going and generalize. But it's, it is true; it is infectious. Yes. Yeah. Right. Let's talk to Dana, who's giving us a call from Wellfleet. Hi, Dana. Hi. Thank you. I'm grateful that you took my call. <laughs> well, we're grateful Good. you called. Yes. <laughs> but actually, when I uh, pardon the pun again, the turn on itself, I'm grateful that there's some data behind all this because after watching a lot of movies from the '90s. And I please, please don't be offended, but targeted to women because that's Hollywood. You know that's their presumed market. Uh, I always felt a lot of these sentiments were just kind of sappy ways of distracting from real issues that they should be talking about. But I'm grateful to see that there is some hard data behind this, and now I'm more open to it. I mean, I believe in being grateful anyway. For you know, but. Uh, Right. Well, I would I would invite I would invite everyone um, to uh, talk about what Dana is talking about and just practice being grateful sometime today or tomorrow and see the kind of response you you get from other people. It's really true the the kind of vibe we give off is really the kind of vibe we will get back. Sure, and maybe yeah. at the beginning of the meal tomorrow, some people say grace, but you mm-hmm. could also have a gratitude uh, mm-hmm. expression around the table. Everybody, yeah. take a turn in. You uh, might be surprised what yeah. people say they're thankful for. That's right. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, Dana, yeah. thanks for the phone call. Thank you, Dana. Uh, 866-999-4626 if you'd like to chime in. 866-999-4626, our email address, thepoint at wgbh.org. And Mark says, uh, noted 20th century author Aldous Huxley said it like this, gratitude is heaven itself. Thank you for this topic today. Oh, nice. You know, and and some of the quotes that that Mark, you had put down here, and I, I... 
I'm picking out the one Oprah did, but it's just my favorite quote. It's not because Oprah said it. But um, she said, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. That's right. Well, and uh, Dana, if you're still listening, there's some research to back that up also mm-hmm. in the fact that what people tend to focus their thoughts on tend to be what they focus their efforts and their intentions mm-hmm. on. So That's if right. you want to be... You know, a great baseball player, but you never hit the baseball. That's not in your mind very much. You know, as kids who sometimes obsess about, oh, for example, even the elf on the shelf or Christmas or something like that, they're really focused on that. If we focus on the things that really matter to us, we're more likely to work harder to bring those things to fruition. So there's research to back that up. Yeah, and and I think athletic coaches encourage their uh, uh, trainees to – uh, if it's tennis, for instance, envision the uh, forehand going over the net uh, yep. uh, straight and, and with topspin. Yes. Envision yeah. it to keep yep. it in your mind. You, right. you've, you've experienced it. You've seen it. It's amazing how, how that works. It's so, mm-hmm. how powerful that is. Mm-hmm. Visualization yeah. is astonishingly powerful. Yeah. And people think, oh, I'm not really good at visualizing. Well, if you can't visualize, then just put words in your head and speak to yourself. That's right. just as powerful. Yeah. And we do that every day, every minute anyway. You know, we mm-hmm. have pictures in our head. We have... Uh, words in our head, we have memories, we have uh, goals and aspirations, thing we think about. So as you think, so you will be. As yeah. you plan your future, your future will is more likely to turn out that way. That's right. So uh, even though uh, there are so many positive impacts of being thankful, sometimes people are uncomfortable with expressing gratitude because they have negative associations with it, perhaps feeling inferior or dependent. And I guess this kind of goes back to, Mark, what you were saying, that sort of negativity bias that we, we have. Yes, it is. And uh, I, certainly one... Uh, uh, aspect that can interfere with gratitude and uh, is uh, uh, male machoism um, uh, because that can uh, discourage and uh, gratitude has been uh, um, uh, a subject uh, that might be associated with femininity mm-hmm. uh, and uh, therefore uh, uh, if you have that attitude you're going to uh, blind yourself mm-hmm. uh, to, to the gratitude experience. Well that reminds me of a story that um, I was in the traffic several years ago and this uh, this guy was driving rather erratically and cut off a woman who had a young child, another woman in the car, and he was driving a convertible. And uh, to her credit, she sort of cut up to him, and she wanted to speak to him. Mm-hmm. And he would curse her out and just keep on you know, driving away. And then she caught up to him again, and she said, you know, and he cursed her and just drove away again. And they were stuck at a red light, and I just happened to be stuck there with them. And I heard her say, you know, there's a young child in this car, and you were driving recklessly. That's all she wanted to say. And he looked at her and said, I'm sorry. I, I really did see you. I I drove and I wasn't paying attention. I'm really sorry. Hmm. So she was tenacious enough and she was gentle of spirit enough, had enough peace just to speak her mind, not mm-hmm. in a rancorous kind of way. And she tamed that fear or that anger that that guy had. He was able to mm-hmm. listen to it. Yeah. So if we keep on being grateful, if we keep on with our peaceful attitude, you can get back the same thing you give out. That's if right. you want someone else to change their attitude first, you have a long wait. But if you change your attitude first, you're more likely right. to get their attitude changed after you. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, how, do you, how do we get started then being thankful? Just start. Just start. Yeah, just, just start. Do it. Just yeah. start. Yeah. yeah, there's no uh, there's no secret to that. It's just... Uh, well, I'm, I'm grateful yeah. for being asked over here. I enjoy coming here. Yep. It's been a number of years. I'm grateful that Mark has joined us. Yep. Right? That's how you start. Yeah. What are you grateful for? Mindy? Oh gosh, everything you know—family, health, friends. You know, Mark, yeah. yeah, I would echo that. Echo that, and I'm grateful for uh, being here, certainly, and uh, being invited to join you yeah. guys. And that's exactly how it starts. You just okay. have to ask yourself, "What am I grateful for?" Or ask someone you're close to, "What are you grateful for?" That's it. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things too, uh, gratitude helps us focus on what we have instead of what 
we don't have. And I don't mean that in material ways, but I mean because, you know, material objects, but like relationships. We always want to focus on what you have. Many people have fallen into the trap of focusing on what they don't have. Oh, I I need to buy that new thing they're advertising with, the new iPhone, the new Samsung, the new uh, SUV, the new such and such, a new television. Oh, I have to possess that. I have to get that. They're really focusing on advertising that is uh, drawn on anxiety and negativity. I need to get that. Well, be grateful and focus on what you have, Mm -hmm. not what you don't have. Again, what Mark said about being present in the moment. This is what I have. I'm grateful for what I have. If I want to get something else for a reason that I could do that, then I'll be grateful for that. But I am grateful for what I have. Right. What's what Oprah said? Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. just thinking that in my head. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because you're focused focus on what you have rather than what you right. don't have. Because mm-hmm. if you're focusing on what you don't have, you yeah, like you said, never mm-hmm. you never have enough. Um, and this impact of being grateful stays with us. Yes, it does. Uh, that's what some of the research has shown. Uh, that uh, some gratitude exercises that people do, like. Uh, 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 Mike was talking about the uh, uh, gratitude uh, journal yeah, yeah. or uh, uh, saying having a gratitude uh, uh, exercise prayer almost at night uh, regularly stays with you. It, it uh, from the uh, research it can it depends on the situations, but uh, uh, some situations where gratitude was uh, encouraged and and the situation was set up to uh, experimentally mm-hmm. uh, produce it. Uh, this the state uh, continued for a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them six months. Uh, so. Uh, um, uh, it uh, it definitely um, uh, continues. Mm-hmm. It does. It really does. It's it's a very powerful kind of uh, self improvement technique, and does bring you peace. And it does last a long time. It's not just for a few minutes. Right. We have a call. I think it says Elenita. Am I saying that right? Good morning. Hi, Hi. Elenita. Yeah. Um, I just want to put in a plug for a handwritten thank you note. Ah, hold oh, people oh. over, and whether it's from a business or person to person or somebody that uh, just helped you out in some way or did a courageous thing, it really shocks people to get a handwritten thank you note in the mail, and they never forget it. Oh, so I would echo that. And, you know, there's an old saying we had, like, little things mean a lot. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, little things mean everything. They don't mean just a little. They mean a lot. Mm -hmm. So thank you for mentioning that. That's so true. And I would encourage everyone to write thank you notes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It reminds me of my childhood. One of the big uh, <laughs> struggles I had with my parents was writing a thank you uh, note. Right. I'm glad yeah. they struggled with me. About yes, it. Yeah. yes. <laughs> Thanks so much. That's yeah. a really good point. But no emails. No thank you emails. It has to be a handwritten note. Right. Yes. in your own handwriting, right. yeah. not just a signature. Right. I guess you could do both, right? Uh, thanks for the note, and then not so you much. Could. Okay. Uh, so one of the things too, uh, I'm thinking about your journal when you're saying writing these things that you're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Then I would imagine when you're having a bad day. And, you're, you know, sometimes you're getting in that woe is me frame of mind. Mm-hmm. You can go to your journal and remind yourself. Yes, Absolutely. that's very that important. Yeah. It's very important. You know, sometimes, so Mark knows this better than I, but, you know, you get uh, vaccinations, you need a booster shot every now and then. Mm-hmm. We need reminders. We need booster shots. That's, that's why, right. for example, Thanksgiving is really, it's a, it's a ritual. Going to church is a ritual. Uh, going out and running every day is a ritual. We need these rituals to remind ourselves why we're doing things to keep ourselves buoyed, keep ourselves happy. Uh, like inoculations and booster shots. So, yes, you can read that over. Yeah, we're talking about uh, uh, focusing your attention, where you focus it. And that, uh, luckily, that is in our uh, um, uh, uh, control uh, to do, to, to steer, uh, so that uh, you could steer it in the direction of all the bad things that happened to you that day. Uh, or you could 
steer it to the journal that you have or steer it to uh, um, maybe, uh, well, all this happened, but what am I, what could have been worse, I guess is one way you could put it. Exactly. Um, And so, uh, of course, Thanksgiving tomorrow, we're going to talk about being thankful, but we don't want to just do that on Thanksgiving. We want to try and remember to do that every day. Well, there is to be thankful every day, yeah. All right. Dr. Michael Abrazese, Dr. Mark Whaley, thank you both. Thank Thank you. you. I'm Mindy Todd. Thank you for listening. The Point airs weekdays at 9.30 a.m. and 7.30 p.m. We're also on Facebook at The Point WCAI. The Point is produced by Amy Vince. The executive producer is Mindy Todd. Production assistance from Dan Treidel and Jenny Junker. Theme music by Benjamin Verdery and William Coulter. The Point is a production of the Cape and Islands NPR station, a service of WGBH.